Are you ready to overcome the complexities and burdens that come with your success? Join the team at Centura Wealth Advisory in the Live Life Liberated podcast. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Live Life Liberated podcast. I'm Wendy McClure. Today, we have Samantha Lawrence and Greg Godlieb. Hello and welcome to you both. Hello. Thank you, Wendy. Hello. How are you? Everybody looks great. We're excited and uh, we're going to dive right in. So, Samantha, what are we talking about today? Yeah. So today we're going over joint casework. We're going to be touching on some topics of why work on cases together throughout different financial planning firms. And then how do we use joint casework to really get better together? And so we are welcoming Greg Gottlieb on today. He is a financial advisor at Regal Wealth Advisors. Welcome, Greg. We're happy to have you. Thank you, Sam. Well, I'm glad to be here. Very glad to be here. Excited for this. Awesome. Do you want to kick it off by giving us a little bit of background on yourself and on the firm? Yeah, that'd be great. So um, my firm is in located in Florham Park, New Jersey. I've been, I'm a certified financial planner. I've been doing this for a really long time. I'd rather not say because it'll make me feel really old, but about 35 <laughs> years. Um, my practice is mainly uh, comprised of about three, really three components. And that is assets under management, life insurance, and retirement plans. And I cover, you know, I try to do planning around those strategies, you know, ha- implementing planning a- around those strategies, mainly below the line. We'll, we'll talk about later, I'm sure, which is below the line, planning, cash flow analysis, things of that nature. So Great. if you're if you're a subscriber of the of the Live Life Liberated podcast, there is a above the line and below the line podcast that I would advise listening to as well because it it does explain some of the differences that we'll get into. Yeah, definitely. And so, Greg, could you dive into a little bit on who your ideal client is? Who do you really serve today? So my clients right now, I'd like to say actually that I'm a, a big hit on the widow circuit. My clients come, a lot of people that are retiring, leaving their jobs, uh, you know, the 401k business that I've met them along the way. I deal with some small business owners as well as, uh, you know, people doing wealth transfer and in need of a uh, kind of a solution around some wealth transfer planning that's, you know, state planning that's already been done. So those are, those are the people that I currently serve. And so when I met Centura and I met Derek, it was a uh, opportunity to kind of expand my horizons. Yeah. When did you and Derek start working together? So Derek and I met about five years ago now, a little over five years ago now. We were part of the same study group, which everyone makes fun of the word study group. But it is basically a professional group where we share, we get together a couple times a year and then we share knowledge, information, best practices, what we're working on that's working and not working and so on and so forth. And again, by sharing information, we managed to grow. And so that's how Derek and I met. And in his telling me what Centura does and, and how they go about things, you know, we started discussing, you know, opportunities that I had within my book and my relationships with people that I couldn't necessarily serve or serve well. So that's that's kind of led a, led me to Centura and led me to speaking to Derek about maybe doing some joint work together. Awesome. So yeah, 
I was introduced to Greg about one or two years ago. And through that time frame, we have began doing some joint casework together. And Greg is a part of what we call at Centura, our elite advisor collaboration program. And That's so very generous of you, by the way, elite. <laughs> <laughs> very elite. <laughs> and so the purpose there is really just sharing knowledge between financial advisors and really getting better together. And so I think something in the industry today, which we've kind of noticed, and Greg, I'll get your take on this too, is it seems to be the um, norm that people don't typically openly share information and strategy sets and tactics on how they really serve their clients in the best way possible. And throughout the past couple of years, we've actually found the opposite and that this has been extremely valuable in that um, it's great to have all the knowledge, but learning from each other on how you can execute on that and really make an impact for the clients and bringing the knowledge to them in the best way possible has been really efficient and it's worked out well with doing joint casework. What's been your experience, Greg, so far? Yeah. So you touch on a really good point there. The most people in our industry, especially kind of the individual planners who have been doing this for as long as I have and some less, there's a lot of ego because of the nature of how we get paid, both from a compliance standpoint, but also from a kind of uh, keep things close to the vest and wanting not wanting to share. People in our industry tend not to be good sharers for those reasons, right? Ego and finances. I'm I'm not that person. I've never been that person. I, I do a fair amount of joint work. So this was a natural segue for me to really be able to explore opportunities and options for my client base where I can't properly service them. So the case we, I know we, maybe I'll just dive right into the case that we worked on, yeah. make it easy. So this is a friend of mine who's been a friend of mine for almost 30 years. He has during that 30 year period become a very successful asset manager. And I never did any, anything with him at all. Never, never sold him a product. I've spoken to him about things over time, things he should be thinking about. And he never really committed to any process with anybody because he didn't find someone who he felt was giving him independent advice. So he was someone who wanted to pay for the advice, which equates to paying a planning fee. And if products were needed, if a service was needed beyond that, it was part of a plan that he already, that he got the advice separate. They, they weren't mutually, they were mutually exclusive. They weren't dependent upon each other. And so in talking to Derek as a first opportunity out of the gate, I really wanted him to just kind of listen for me and bet Derek and bet Centura out to see if it was something that was what he thought about it. And after one phone call, he engaged, which which was a little bit of a surprise to me, but I was really pleased. I thought the phone call went really well too, obviously. But the process that, that I've witnessed and to see how uh, Sam, how you guys have gone through things, how methodically they've you gone through them, how the client was engaged and the client was held accountable, right? Which was really important. There's so many times, and, and, and I've rethought this actually as a result of my experience, there's so many times the clients, you're chasing them either for information to finalize something, they're waiting for an attorney, they're waiting for somebody else to do something, or they're waiting for themselves to do something. And so things get stuck in the mud and then in our business, especially when we're talking about life insurance, nothing good happens from waiting. There's nothing good that comes from, hey, we decided we're going to put this in place. Let's just wait six months and see what happens. There's 
nothing good happens during that time frame for anybody. And so I think by keeping him on task, which we had a cadence of, I think every two weeks for, of meetings mm-hmm. for him and that kept him on task. The meeting notes that are sent out at the end of every meeting. This is what we talked about. Here's what the next meeting is. Here's what the agenda is for the next meeting. Here's what everyone's to do items are in preparation for that next meeting. I think that that was really a um, differentiator for him. And for me, it's really kind of moved on even into my practice. So what started out as, hey, check these yeah. guys out for me. I'm sorry. Do you want to? No, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. What started out is just check these guys out for me really turned into a, a great experience for my client first and foremost, really accomplishing something for him that he hadn't accomplished in 20 or 25 years of me knowing him and B really resonated with me and things that I've learned practice management wise from the experience have now translated back kind of downstream or not, I don't want to say downstream, but really into my practice, right? They, they've, they've flowed down into my practice. I've taken things that I learned, the note taking, some things that I, I knew kind of in my head made sense, but didn't really implement necessarily well. So that's, that was been uh, some of the experience that I've had, which was, was a really good experience. So it was financially rewarding, but it was also professionally rewarding so far. Awesome. Yeah, it's been great so far. And I think seeing um, your clients come and have a great experience too, it's rewarding on both ends and being able, Greg serves on the client side in a lot of our situations. So as we go through the process, he's really the client advocate because he knows these individuals so well and he knows their background and maybe even their emotional feelings about different strategies we might bring up. He's able to set tone and context to provide additional color in the meetings and really give us kind of a step forward instead of coming into a proposal or something one step back, we're already one step ahead by having Greg sitting on his side, which has been yeah. really useful as well. Yeah. It's been, it's, 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 it's truly been two people, two groups working together to get the best outcome for a, uh, for a client. And in a way that's not, I, I don't feel competitive or any of that kind of stuff that might come up. And I don't feel that you guys are trying to take something from me or anything like that, which is all these negative connotations that come up from doing joint work. Um, And again, it is hard in our business to get people to kind of like accept that or, or embrace that philosophy. But I do believe that it's made me a better producer. And this is something that I'm someone who's been doing this a long time you know, I like to tell Derek that uh, I feel like I have my big brother behind me now, like, uh, you know, with some real uh, solid deliverables that I didn't have before. My practice, the amount of people I have in my practice versus, you know, just the manpower alone, the organizational skills that, that keep it really on, on track have made a big difference for me. Yeah. And so I think kind of what you're touching on there is one of the pillars that we focus on in the EACP program, that elite advisor collaboration program, is practice management. And so I think within these client cases, the practice management has played a key role in bringing Greg into the process to see how we really deliver for a client from start to finish. 
And it has to do with, as he said, keeping the client accountable. And the way we do that is just by having recurring meetings that occur at the same time on this basis. And so if they haven't done their homework, we come to the meeting and let them know that this is due. And then maybe it's a short meeting, but it keeps everyone on track and accountable. And that just goes back to one of our core values of transparency internally and externally. Yeah. And it's, again, that has definitely um, made a significant, significant difference uh, for this client. And then, you know, even the other clients now that I'm introducing uh, you guys to, I think that they're particularly, we, we just, you know, introduced a large family that's very complex. And I think those people in particular are going to be need to be held to task because no one's ever done that for them. And you have five people going in 20 different directions and it, it makes for a big bowl of spaghetti that we're going to have to come in and untangle for them. And I think once it's untangled and neatened up and straightened out, they're going to see the value in that. And, and, and that, you know, it's not just what you accomplish for someone in terms of, Hey, we got all your documents together and we got all this stuff together. It's really the ongoing maintenance of that program and that process that you you started the ball rolling on so many people are are in our industry are called you know they call them hit and run people right they they come in they they make some type of big sale they make a big commission or a big fee and then they disappear and you know the client's left holding the bag uh the attorneys don't necessarily know what happened or they don't have the inclination to follow up um I, I was talking to someone the other day. He was like, I said, show me your documents that you have. And they produced this really nice three ring binder. It was beautiful. And I opened it up. And I was like, well, these documents aren't signed. <laughs> and so they were never executed. So he's got this whole binder paid all kinds of money four or five years ago, and they were never executed. Living trust, the will, the whole nine yards. And I, I don't know how that happens, but it's because no one held them accountable. No one kept them on task and made sure it was followed through to completion. And that's really one of Definitely. the most important things we can do, I think, you know, in, in, in our uh, in our profession for yeah. people. And I think that really just ties back to the liberated wealth process, that liberate and steward phase. I've noticed a lot when we get new clients, just as Greg mentioned, maybe they, they didn't sign something or they thought something was done years ago and it never was. And so... We found that it is very transactional with professionals in the field today. And so we really try, and sometimes it's serving as just what we call the water boy and the water girl running around and trying to get everyone on the same page. But especially for the people we're trying to work with, business owners that have so much going on in their lives, it's really important to have one person driving the car, working with all the different professionals and uh, coordinating for them so they don't have to be that middleman communicating and relaying all the information to everyone. Yeah. You know, that's actually driving the car. You know, it's, um, I've used that analogy before and it is really good when you're bringing, not only bringing the team together and, you know, coordinating the accountant, the CPA and the attorney and, you know, maybe a valuation person or an M&A bank or whatever the case might be, bringing all those professionals together as needed with a blueprint. I think one of the best descriptions I got from Derek, I think it was early on was, Hey, we draw the blueprint, right? We're the architects and we need, you know, we need to bring in the trades, the accountants, the CP, the CPA, I'm sorry, the attorney and so on and so forth 
because they know how to put it together, right? They know how to run the wire and the plumbing and all that stuff to make the house perfect. And so, but you need that blueprint first to understand where you're going. I and mean, we, our mm-hmm. call, we, we had a call with another client, right, Sam, the, the, earlier where the guy was like, I'm kind of the, 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 the attorney is telling me to do this and that, right. Move these shares of whatever stock into this trust. And it was like, well, okay, but why, how does right. that move affect these three other things that he's not thinking about? Exactly. Not his fault. It's just not his purview or not, no, you're not his lane to stay in. And so really having someone sit on top of this entire process and understand how moving one asset into one trust affects three other things down the line that, you know, someone might not be thinking about. And and that's, what's been so impressive about really the, this process that, that, you know, you guys put the clients through. So yeah, thank you. It's, it is helpful and it's useful just to see when you can see all the different puzzle pieces start to come together. I think it's a really good point that you make that there's a lot of professionals who are trying their best to serve them, but they don't understand what's going on in the full picture. Not one person knows everything that's going on with every different professional in a client's life. And so it's very important to have someone keeping track of that all to ensure it all goes together nicely instead of trying to fix things later on. Yeah. You know, it's funny when I got my CFP, I was like, oh, there's like, you go through all these, you read, you know, you learn about all the different disciplines, the, um, uh, you know, whatever, all the different disciplines that we go through in the CFP process. I don't want to bore everybody, but what you, when you go, and then when you go out there into the world and try to practice that, you're like, well, there's no one that really does all of this. Like I know enough about, I know I can have conversations about all this stuff who out there is really doing all this? Like who's really coordinating this all for, and when you, in practice, really not many, if any are right. I think, I think that is something that I found that makes us uh, ensure very unique in that regard that, that, that you are out there doing that, doing that planning, doing that design work and really delivering a very comprehensive package to the other professionals and bringing them in to a very kind of worked out, plan they're not trying to develop a plan that they're may not be in their capabilities or timeline you know whatever it might be so yeah and so i think this also kind of ties into the other pillar that we focus on which is planning and specifically income tax and wealth transfer planning and the collaboration that goes into that is we're really working with executives and business owners and trying to bring them really efficient tax strategies. And a lot of that comes with coordination with other great professionals in the field to learn from people. We're always looking up new strategies, doing research on legislative legislative changes, and trying to see what what's out there to bring the clients the best and newest strategies. And so I think that's not something that we haven't come up with all these strategies on our own. And it's really been something that we've learned through other people. And then just by meeting different professionals and coordinating different ideas, that's how we've came to the best solutions. Yeah. Um, and again, just like we're bringing ideas to each other and clients to do work with, bringing those professionals together makes a difference. And going, uh, uh, you know, I know we're always out there kind of learning and and 
conferences and meeting people and talking to people. And that's why we go to our study group, which again, everyone likes to make fun of and going to, we'll be at the tax conference and where can we learn and pick up the latest and greatest information so then we can go back and see how it fits in with, you know, how we can customize it to fit in with our clients' needs, right? And that's that's one of the things or, or another thing that I kind of learned during this process is how you can tweak these different strategies. Like no two people, have, you know, you're implementing a strategy. It's going to be different for each person depending on their needs, Right. Right. As you dial it down, which is really important to uh, get it, you know, get into and and, and uh, advise on. Yeah. Getting the plan to where it needs to be. And I think also with the different strategies, they impact each other, too. So there might be one that someone's very adverse to because of risk. For some reason, if they eliminate that one, then it kind of carries down into maybe the the additional solution set that we're looking into. Exactly. Exactly. Um trying to think if there's anything else that I have that I could add that'll add value other than the fact that this has been really uh, professionally very life-changing for me dealing with Centura in terms of it's been very eye-opening in terms of processes, in terms of, you know, knowledge, in terms of professionalism and collaboration. And it's been great you know, a great, a great experience from that in those regards. And I really am going to, I'm continuing to bring more clients to, you know, into this fold because I see the value in it. I really see a lot of value in it. And I've enjoyed the process as well because, because you like to learn even, you know, as we get old, if you're not, if you're not learning and moving, you're dying um, and you're a dinosaur. So we got to always be changing and, ga- and grasping on the next thing. And the other part of this that I really like has been the educational part, not only the education I get from you guys, but the education that we've given to my clients. You know, I like, that's the best part of what I, what we, what I do professionally is really teaching people, helping them make informed decisions. Uh, you know, n- no decision is a decision, right? Or not to move forward something is a decision, but as long as it's an educated decision, I think that that's the best kind of decision you can make, especially about your finances. And I tell people all the time, you, you use the liberated wealth process. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, the more educated you are and the more you understand about your options, the more you take control of your wealth rather than your wealth taking control of you. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of like, I, I think that that's what really has come out of this for me. Out of, and, and I think you guys, you know, really exemplified that aspect of uh of the planning process and the educational part of it is is really it it gives people the most control helps them sleep at night yeah thank you yeah it's been it's been a pleasure doing joint casework and getting to know all of your clients they've been great to work with and just seeing the process fluidly and successfully go through has been great any recommendations potentially for other advisors who haven't done joint casework or are hesitant maybe in starting to do that with new firms? So what I would tell you is to explore it. I would tell you to test out a friendly client, for lack of a better word, right? Someone you have a close relationship with and you could be really can't be be candid. It's all about being candid and open. Hey, transparent transparent, right? I have this firm in California I'm doing some work with. 
They do some things differently than what I do. You know, would you do me a favor? I'm thinking about doing more, more work with them. Would you do me a favor and take an introductory phone call with them? I think you, A, find it useful and helpful. It's not an obligation to you at all. You're doing me a favor. And I think you'll find it very beneficial. I think they can be helpful to you. And you certainly meet their ideal client profile. Would you be willing to do that? And I'm telling you, if I had that conversation, there's there's half a dozen people I could have that conversation or could have had that conversation with, but would have taken the call. And the one client, you know, one that, that did, he had an unbelievable, ended up having an unbelievable experience. And I was, I was actually, again, I was surprised that he went that fast, but it did. And the experience was unbelievable. And he was thrilled with the outcome. And, and he's got all his stuff done and his documents are done. And he and his wife can now sleep at night a little more peacefully. Great. Well, um, Greg, unless you have anything else, I think that wraps it up. So it's been joint casework, I think it's just been really great overall for Centura and for the other advisors that we've worked with. As Greg stated, it's always great to continue to learn and you do that through connecting with other people in the field and the industry. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I highly advise people doing joint work because you have to know your limitations, know what you're good at and know what you're not good at and know joint work is a good way for you to bring the best to your clients. And that's really what you should be, you know, that's what I like to be thinking about on a regular basis. So Sam, right thank in. you. For, Sam, thank you so much for, for thinking about me and including me in this process. I, you know, I've listened to a lot of the podcasts. I'm so happy to be actually beyond one. So thank of you. Of course. It was great to have you. <laughs> okay. Samantha, how can people get in touch with Centura Wealth Advisory? Yeah. So you can locate us at our website, centurawealth.com, and all of our contact information should be located on there. Thank you both. And thank you for listening today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to the Live Life Liberated podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Centura Wealth Advisory. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Centura Wealth Advisory, Centura, is an SEC-registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in San Diego, California. Centura and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration and notice filing requirements imposed on SEC-registered investment advisors, in which Centura maintains clients. Centura may only transact business in those states in which it is notice filed or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from notice filing requirements. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Tax relief varies based on client circumstances and all clients do not achieve the same results. 